But my dad didn't let me have the show. My father said that I could not have my own show. And I'm talking to you about it a billion years later, you guys. It stuck with me. Not only was I made aware of the fact that this opportunity was being given to me or offered to me. I was also made aware of the fact that I wasn't allowed to have it. Hey guys, it's Sean. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Hi, welcome to my podcast. It's Not So Average with Sean Wilson, where I give you my take on, well, everything. I'm doing this just for fun, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Today, I share with you a playlist I created to reprogram my mind from bad parenting. This episode was taped months before the show premiered, so ignore the part where I say it's episode five. Hi, guys. Thank you for joining me today. I am excited to be giving you, I think it's the fifth episode of my brand new podcast, Not So Average with Sean Wilson. Um, And it is for the not so average dreamer. It's for that person who has an idea of something that they want to do that kind of goes against the grain. It's not the normal thing that is done by everybody. For instance, when we graduate from high school, most people go right to college. And when you get out of college, most people find a traditional job. And when you come out of uh, when you find that job, then most people start dating towards an eye out for a spouse. So they can get married. And then what's next? You know it, children. There are some things I don't have to tell you that we just do. But then there are those of us who have something else inside of us, whether it's something that we have known since childhood or something that we discovered later in life. That is not the norm. That is not the thing that everybody or most people do. And we are the ones that take steps towards doing that thing that's inside of us. I consider those people, people like me, to be not so average. I mean, why am I saying I consider those people? It's a, it's a fact, right? That's not an average way of living. Whether your dream is artistic or entrepreneurial or even a lifestyle dream, something that you want to pursue for yourself that you don't see a whole lot of people around you doing, you are in the right place if that is who you are. So today's topic is a personal one. It's very personal to me. And I'm guessing it's probably going to be personal to many of you who are watching or listening to me today. Um, It's possibly going to be triggering for some people. I hope that it's not because as is my fashion, I'm going to share with you my experience with this subject. And then I'm going to tell you the tool that I use to help me deal with this thing. Um, am I being cryptic enough? I hope so, because I don't want to be one of those people that's just like, hey, hang in there, hang in there, hang in there, watch to the end of the video. I mean, if you like it, keep watching. If you don't like it, turn this shit off. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey, y'all, Sean's in the house. So the topic that I want to discuss with you today, like I said, is something that might be triggering for some people, and I hope it's not. Um, and if you do watch to the end of the video, or at least midway through, you will hear the tool that I use to deal with this. And so here it is. Many times when we have a uh, difficulty pursuing something that we want for our lives, 
or we have a hard time sticking with a good choice we've already made, even though it seems to be working out. We do something to self-sabotage, self-sabotage sometimes. Um, many times when we live in that state, and for those of us who are older dreamers, there has been a recurring pattern. If we look back on our lives, there's sometimes been a recurring pattern of either not starting something that we were excited about or starting it, getting it going, and then finding some way to prematurely end it. And I have found in my own life, as well as when I consult with actors who come to me for help with their careers, that many times when we have that tendency, it's because we had a lack of leadership in our lives as children. Most of the time, lack of leadership for a child presents itself as a father that's not there. I don't want to use the term absentee father because I feel like that's become a part of our, our conversation, so much a part of our conversation that it, it's, we're kind of desensitized to that idea of the absentee father. It's almost like a clinical term. I, I don't even know if clinical is the right word, but it's, you know, it sounds like a term that you might hear like social workers use a lot, right? Um, and at this point, I think the edge of what it really refers to has been dulled a little bit. And the importance of that father figure in our lives has been diminished. Now, um, we have progressed as a society where we have all kinds of families, as opposed to the historical mom, dad, children set up that families we like to say traditionally were, but they were never always that. That was never always the way, you guys. <laughs> um, so I, I hope that what I'm saying doesn't offend anyone whose family does not have that historically traditional makeup. If you happen to be, by choice, a family of two moms and children or a family of two dads and children, I don't mean to offend. But... For people, especially that are my age or older, there was more of a traditional, uh, um, I guess, heteronormative family life that was the expectation. Now, the father that's missing from a child's life could be either um, dead, and so he's not there, but through no fault of his own, or he could be missing because of divorce. And unfortunately, some dads aren't great at staying in touch with their children once their marriage to their uh, spouse, again, I will not use the term baby mama for this conversation, is over. Or they were just a deadbeat and his ass was never there. That guy exists too. And that's also why I don't love the, the term absentee father, because again, we've made it seem like such a normal, okay thing that I don't think it holds enough people um, accountable for the choice they're making to not be there for their kids. So the absence of that paternal presence, particularly if you happen to have known your dad or still know your dad and he's just not there for you, but also, God, I can't even imagine if the father died before you had a chance to build any kind of a relationship with him, that that absence is probably still just as hard to live with. 
those of us who don't have present fathers, we are missing that person, that additional person, because we might have had good moms. But the father usually provides guidance in a family, again, traditionally speaking, um, and encouragement. And if your dad wasn't there for you the way my dad wasn't there for me, did I bury the lead? That can make it hard to have good self-esteem. I want to say, and if I've gotten to the point where there are a lot of watchers or listeners, I might get a lot of pushback and some hate mail for this, but I'm going to say it makes it impossible to have good self-esteem at first. But we can, of course, develop self-esteem. And there's also um, self-worth that is missing. See, people tend to use the phrase self-esteem a lot when I think what they're really talking about is low self-worth. So for instance, you can be a person that thinks very highly of yourself. Like you're like, oh, I'm pretty. Mm, Look at me. I'm pretty, you know, Um, or I'm so talented. I'm very good at what I do. I'm so successful at what I do. And yet you feel deep down inside as though you are not valued. And if you feel like you're not valued, you interact with the world and the people in your world, whether it's family members or friends, coworkers, potential employers, whom at strangers on the street, you know, from the lens of having low self-worth, also sometimes categorized as shame. So you have great self-esteem about your looks and you've got great self-esteem about your ability to do things. And you may even have great self-esteem with the fact that you got a lot of friends and your ass is really popular. But then something happens and it triggers the feeling of low self-worth and you might overreact to that. So I, I want to share with you about my dad. Um, and I want to ask your forgiveness in advance for if I stumble over my words or if I cry. I hope I don't cry. Um, or, you know, make you uncomfortable anyway. That is not my goal. But I think it's very important for me to share my personal story with this uh, topic or my personal experience in this arena. I don't even know how to make that a sentence, but y'all get what I'm talking about, right? I can't talk to you about it without sharing my own experience. So um, here it goes. And see, I'm getting all fidgety. You see that? Sean, keep still, keep still. Just talk to the people. So my dad, um, when I was a little girl, I adored my father. Most kids adore their parents. I adored my dad. But um, if you happen to follow me on social media, uh, let me rephrase. If you're a person who's followed me on social media for quite some time, you've probably heard me talk about the fact that my father was a radio disc jockey back in the day of radio disc jockeys. And um, if you don't know what radio is, ask your parents. If you don't know what a disc jockey is, also ask your parents or Google it. Or as the young kids say nowadays, search it up. I don't like that phrase. Search it up. Mm -mm. No, you look it up. You do a search. But anyway, my dad was a local celebrity. My dad was so well known in our town. I grew up in Charleston, South Carolina, that if there was a kid at my school or several kids at my school, a group of kids, a very specific group of kids, Nikki, Gina, Leah, I'm talking about y'all, that didn't like me. Um, 
once they found out who my father is, they loved me. Who my father was. Sorry. I kind of like time jumped there. I did a little quantum leap and maybe for a second internally became young Sean again. Who my father was. I say was for two reasons. The first being that my father was only a radio disc jockey up through, I think I was nine or 10 when he stopped having that job. Um, and then also, in case I forgot to mention it already, my father passed away. My father died in uh, 2013. So it's been about 10 years now. Almost, well, I guess almost nine years because it was December of 2013. And, um, but when I used to go on the air with my dad, oh my God, I loved it. Not only did I love it because I loved my dad so much and I just loved spending time with him. See, my parents divorced when I was 18 months old. So when my dad, when I got to spend time with my dad at all, it was always special to me. And I got to see him. I think it, my visitation was every other weekend. It might've been every weekend, but I, I don't really think he would have gone for that. Spoiler alert. He was one of those deadbeat ones. So um, I'm pretty sure it was every other weekend that I saw my dad. Um, but when I did see him, I got to go on the air with him. And this was super fun for me because I learned to love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and then, of course, I got to spend time with my dad. And of course, it, of course, helped my popularity at school. Right. And we're talking about elementary school, you guys. And yet it still made a difference. So um, I had two jobs when I was on the air with my dad. The first was um, to occasionally get to introduce a specific title, a specific song he was about to play. Um, and so like one of my happiest memories of that time was when I was introducing the album H2O by Holland Oates. Um, I introduced it as H H O two because, you know, being a kid, I hadn't studied the periodic table yet and the H is big and the O is big. And the two is little. Um, and then, and then the other job I had when I was on the air with my father, uh, back then, of course, the radio announcers, dish jockeys, they told us the weather. They would, um, I think at the station break. So at the half hour, so at the top of each hour and then at the half hour, they would update us with news and the weather. And so on the weekends that I was with my dad and got to be on the air with him, I would say, here comes my daddy with the weather. And, um, <laughs> and so I just, I love it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, I loved it so much and was good enough at it that his radio station offered me my own show. And that of course was exciting. And me being a little kid and struggling some with getting along with the other kids because I, I don't remember exactly, but I was probably somewhat of a know-it-all then. And I definitely was a bit of a poindexter because I was in like the gifted classes and I used to get taken off to other schools to do special programs. And more than likely, I corrected people's grammar. I don't know. But anyway, I, of course, assumed that this would help me be liked and loved by the world. Um, to the extent that a nine-year-old or a kid younger than nine thinks about those things. You just know that it's going to be great and it's going to make life better. But my dad didn't let me have the show. My father said that I could not have my own show. And I'm talking to you about it a billion years later, you guys. It stuck with me, even though I have achieved so many 
other things in the realm of performance since then, including a successful voiceover career of my own that had nothing to do with my dad. Um, but yeah. And not only did he say I couldn't have, oh, let me tell you the reason he gave. He didn't want me to get the big head. Failed. Sorry, daddy, but your master plan failed. I still ended up a little bit arrogant. I'm working on it though. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, my dad said no, that I could not have this opportunity. And he said it was because he didn't want me to get the big head. Those were his exact words. So what I want to tell you guys about that, that you might have picked up on already for yourself, is that not only was I made aware of the fact that this opportunity was being given to me or offered to me, I was also made aware of the fact that I wasn't allowed to have it. Because what my father could have done is just told them no and never told me about it at all. But he didn't. So that's that's the father I had. And that's one of many, many, many stories that I could share with you about his not just not being present for me, but actively trying to hold me back. Hmm. So as you probably guessed by the fact that I started this video podcast, I like to watch a lot of YouTube. I don't really watch it so much as I listen to it, which is probably the reason why I decided to do a podcast instead of um, just a video cast, because I also listen to a lot of stuff on Spotify. And um, when I, I, I listen to various things in various categories. Um, but one day, not too long ago, I was listening to a video and it occurred to me to save it in a playlist called Good Dad. Oh, wait, no, I think I call it Parented-Good Dad. And the reason why I want to make that distinction for you is because I have a few playlists like that that are built up, made up of different videos and different content um, that have the moniker Parented-Dash and then whatever whatever way these videos are going to help give me support that I did not get as a child, whether that was from my dad or from my mom. I started the Good Dad playlist with specific videos that are voiced by or feature, even visually, uh, men. So I'm going to share with you now the videos in this particular playlist so that if you want to, you can begin to create your own. You can have some idea of how to create your own good dad playlist, or you can even click the link below in the description of this video where I will include it. Um, I'll make it a public playlist so that anybody who wants to save it to their own personal library can. Okay, so here's the part where I look away and talk to you or read or whatever. Um, the first, so one of the things I love to do is to listen to um, meditations, affirmations, hypnosis, things like that as I go to sleep at night. So the first video that made it to this playlist that actually began this playlist is called Powerful Sleep Hypnosis to naturally develop your self-esteem and confidence. And it is by a creator named Mark Bowden. I think that's how you say it, B-O-W-D-E-N. And I think it's because of the fact that in the title, it says develop your self-esteem and confidence, that it occurred to me to create 
a good dad playlist from that. Because no, 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 no. I remember specifically now, actually, it wasn't the title. It was before I drifted off to sleep that night, as I was listening to the things he was saying, I knew, I knew those are the kinds of things that a person should hear from their father. The next video in the list is called You Are Lucky. And it's morning you are affirmations one hour. And it is by a creator named Anthony Reed. Hypnosis and affirmations is the full channel name. Anthony Reed, R-E-E-D, hypnosis and affirmations. And I actually listened to that one for the first time the morning after having heard the Mark Bowden one for the first time one night. And it was, again, I forgive me that I'm, I'm remembering this stuff as I go along. Um... It was the combination of the two together and them both being in the male voice that inspired me to create a good dad playlist so that I could reparent myself in that regard. Um, the next video, so this is video number three in the playlist, is called Powerful Sleep Hypnosis to Feel Better About Yourself. It is also by Mark Bowden, Guided Meditation and Hypnosis Channel. Um, and there's also a parenthesis in the um, title. So it says powerful sleep hypnosis to feel better about yourself. And then it says clinical hypnotherapist, Mark Bowden in parentheses. That's the full title. That's a lot of title y'all. Mark, Mark, Mark. If you happen to come upon this video, you need to shorten them titles, buddy. And you also need to stop saying sleep hypnosis all the time because sometimes I will go to his channel, you guys. And I'm like, oh, I can't tell which one I've already seen or, oh, these all sound the same. And so like I stopped, <laughs> I stopped being subscribed to him because it was just like, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing, algorithm. Um, but there are many of his videos that I have saved in various playlists. Let's move on to number four. The fourth one is How to Fix a Broken Heart by Guy Winch. Winch is spelled W-I-N-C-H. The creator of the channel is Ted of the famous TED Talks. Um, I love Guy Winch. So I found this one because I Googled Guy Winch in, sorry, I YouTube, I searched him up. <sighs> I looked for him on YouTube and this is one of the videos that came up. Even though I don't have a broken heart, I wanted to listen to it uh, because I really like this particular writer. He is, a, I think, a clinical psychologist, but definitely a, a trained therapist, a trained psychologist. I usually, I love, there's this podcast I love to listen to for entertainment value called Dear Therapists that he does with a, another therapist named Lori Gottlieb. I listen to it on Spotify. And um, it's, uh, I, I like him so much. And one day I was like, God, it would have been great to have a father like this guy. And so that's how he made it to this playlist. Um, sleep hypnosis manifesting abundance and money dash four hours. That is the entire title of this next video in the list. Uh, the video is by Joseph again. I'm guessing Clough, maybe Clo. Um, and it's spelled C L O U G H. It's, it's a good video. I, I don't have anything to add to that one. <laughs> so we're just going to move on to the next one. And I've, I've, Okay. Yeah. The next one. All right. So video number six is motivating, inspiring video by Joseph Klo. Ugh. I don't know how to say his name. Oh, <laughs> so it's the same guy. So again, it's Joseph, then C-L-O-U-G-H. The title itself is again, motivating, comma, inspiring video by Joseph, whatever his last name is. Um, I can't give you details on that one. 
most of the, so most of the time when I use this playlist, it's when I'm having a really, really, really bad day. So I'm a little bit dysregulated. My brain is just like not fully present or I listen to it when I'm going to sleep at night. Not every night. I have a bunch of different things that I like to switch up between, but um, I cannot tell you off of the top of my head what's specifically motivating or inspiring about Mr. Clough's video, Mr. Clough's video. I got a stray hair there. Anyway, but I can tell you he made it to the Good Dad playlist. Um, next, number seven, we have Guided Meditation, Inner Child Healing, Soul Forgiveness, Let Go of Anger, Bitterness, and Sadness. The creator of this video, I just recently found them. Um, as in earlier this week, by the time you hear this or see this podcast, it's going to be about a month out. But, um, at the time of the recording, they are new to me. And so far, all the content of theirs that I have consumed, I have loved. Um, so this one is by Power Thoughts Meditation Club. The name of the channel, the creator is Power Thoughts Meditation Club. As you heard in there, Inner Child Healing is part of the title and it's great. Like it is a great audio, the affirmations that he uses, the way he talks. See, with all of these, you guys, one of the things that make them great for a parented playlist, uh, for a, <sighs> please don't send me hate mail over what I'm about to say, but for a, uh, dad replacement is that, <laughs> is that he speaks all of these guys, sorry, all of them, they, they speak in second person to the listener of the video, they use the phrase you are, and then say the affirmation or the piece of meditation, um, as opposed to some meditations or some affirmations are I am statements. And I don't know about you, but when I listen to things that say I am, they don't really help me much. Some people like those because they can repeat them and say those things to themselves. Um, but if I'm hearing someone else's voice say, I am, it doesn't get inside of me the same way hearing someone say to me, you are such and such does. Um, in fact, with the affirmations and meditations that I create and sell, I have a preference for using you are statements because most people who need affirmations, who need guided meditations, who are struggling in some way, they're struggling with negative self-talk, things that they are saying to themselves that were originally said to them by other people. And when those people talk to you, to us, they say, you are this, you are that, you ain't this. You know, one of my favorite ones, I used to hate hearing people say to their children, I still hate it if I hear it. Um, and I'm fortunate that neither of my parents ever said this to me, was uh, you ain't shit. Oh, you guys. Um... Now, one that I did used to hear in my family, I can't remember specifically who it was that said it, whether it was one of my parents or extended family member, but it was, who do you think you are? But yeah, no, I don't like when parents talk to their kids like that. And too many parents talk to their kids like that. Also, there's the don't think of yourself as better than anybody else, which to a child's mind is think of yourself as less than other people, as opposed to see yourself as equal to other people which is oftentimes the intention of the person who's saying that, right? So I love these guys and they made it to this playlist because they use you are statements the same way those people who have done internal damage to us used you are statements when talking to us. The final video on this particular playlist is hypnosis for raising your vibration, 
and getting into alignment with your desires. And in parentheses, it says the magical radio. This is a fun one that I just found a couple of days ago. So it is new to me this week as well. The same way the power thoughts meditation club video is, um, the creator of this one is Joe T dash hypnotic labs. It is a fun one. Um, even when you're sleeping or going to sleep, listening to it, it is a fun one. This one I personally tend to use in the morning. Um, it just got added to this playlist. So it hasn't been one that I listened to while going to sleep or sleeping. Uh, the two times that I've listened to it so far, it's been the first thing that I heard in the morning and it really does help set my day on a good path. Um, so that's it, you guys. There are eight items. This video is much longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be super short because I was just going to be sharing from a list with you guys, but you know me. And that's why I speak for a living. But anyway, there are eight videos on this list. Again, I'm going to leave a link to the playlist, my personal playlist that I've created, the Parented-Good Dad playlist. I'm going to leave that link in the description for you so that if you would like to add this, add this to your library, you can. Again, if you're just tuning in, I don't know why you'd be tuning in at the end of the video. So I don't know why I said that. Maybe I watched a lot of TV growing up. Who knows? Am I babbling? Yes, I am. Why? Because I'm Sean and I like to talk and I like to see how fast my mind can go. I am Sean Wilson. Thank you for watching my podcast or listening to it. If you are on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or you guys know what's coming wherever you get your podcasts until next week. Take care of yourselves. If you have questions, shoot me an email live at seanwilson.com or put it in the comments. If you are on a platform that lets you leave comments, if you just want to tell me, Sean, I loved when you talked about blah, 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 or Sean, I hate when you talk about, no, don't do that. No, I don't even know why I just asked for insults. Don't, don't, don't comment negative stuff on my, on my feed. I will take it off. I will do that. I will curate the hell out of that comment section. Okay, I'm getting kind of showy now, which means I am hungry. Bye! Aren't my theme songs fun? I found them at Purple Planet Music. You can find music for your projects there too. Just go to purple-planet.com.